Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of Nothing About You Says Computer Technology, a podcast about cybersecurity and data privacy viewed through the lens of diverse voices. Today we'll be talking about cybersecurity in the news, and we also have some protect your neck news. Next, we'll discuss a recent indictment charging two Iranians with election interference. Then finally, we'll be handing out a cybersecurity award. I'm your host, Anthony, a cybersecurity, data privacy, and regulatory attorney based in Oklahoma City. While I am a lawyer, I am not your lawyer, and this podcast should not be considered legal advice. Instead, think of this as a conversation between two friends. But if you need legal advice, please, please, please find a local attorney that can help you. So let's turn our attention to some news stories. Our first story comes from the Washington Post. Last week, the Federal Reserve System's Board of Governors, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, and the Office of the Comptroller of Currency approved a final rule to improve the sharing of information about cyber incidences that may affect U.S. banks. Under the rules, banks have to report major hacks within 36 hours. The rule goes into effect starting in May of 2022. Under the new regulation, banks will have to report when they experience a significant computer security incident. This could be part of a growing trend of requiring critical infrastructures to report cybersecurity incidences. MobileWalla, a digital advertising company that collects and sells consumer information compiled from cell phones, disclosed that it indirectly provided data to the Department of Homeland Security, the Internal Revenue Service, and other government entities to track mobile phones without warrants. According to the Wall Street Journal, the company in a letter to U.S. Senator Wyden, whose office is investigating location brokers, explained that its data was sold to Gravy Analytics and provided to federal agencies by subsidiaries. Our third story comes from the Washington Post. The FBI is investigating a possible election office breach. According to the FBI, somebody connected a private laptop to the Lake County, Ohio computer network in the office of the Board of Commissioners Chairman, allowing them to capture routine network traffic. This incident is similar to another incident that took place in Colorado earlier this year, when government officials helped an outsider gain access to the county voting system in an effort to find evidence of fraud. Data obtained from both of these incidences were distributed at an August Cyber Symposium on election fraud hosted by the MyPillow CEO. Fortunately, no sensitive data was exposed. These breaches are a reminder of the importance of physical security in cybersecurity. The New York Times is reporting on how disinformation and fake news stories on Facebook have helped worsen a migrant crisis in Europe at the border of Belarus and Poland. False videos on Facebook claimed that Poland was about to open its borders and urged all those who wanted to enter the European Union to gather at a nearby gas station. While some have placed blame on the Belarus government for offering easy tourist visas to thousands of Iraqis and easing their way to the border with Poland, but social media has also played an important role, with researchers finding that smugglers openly share their phone number and advertise their services on Facebook. Facebook responded to these reports stating that it prohibits materials that promote human smuggling. 
Facebook also says it has a dedicated team to monitor and detect material related to the crisis and is working with law enforcement to counter the flood of fake information relating to migration. We also have some Protect Your Neck news. During this segment, we'll be talking about current scams you should be aware of and other vulnerabilities that you need to address. Think of this as Patch Tuesday and a cybersecurity incident report rolled all into one. With Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday upon us, the FBI is warning about Cyber Monday scams. Scammers are setting up fake online shops that impersonate legitimate ones. To avoid these scams, shoppers should be on the lookout for too-good-to-be-true deals. New iPads for $50, flat-screen TVs for $10. If a deal looks too good to be true, it should raise a red flag for shoppers. And you should take your time to confirm that whatever website you're on is a legitimate, reputable website. So please, please, please stay safe out there. Or as the Wu-Tang Clan tells us, watch your step, kid, and protect your neck. So now on to our main story. Last week, an indictment was unsealed in New York, charging two Iranians for their part in a cyber campaign that aimed to intimidate and influence voters and undermine voter confidence during the 2020 U.S. election. According to the indictment, the defendants obtained confidential U.S. voter information from at least one state election website. They then sent threatening emails to intimidate and further interfere with voters. They created and spread videos containing disinformation about vulnerabilities in election machines and attempted to access, without authorization, several states' voting-related websites. One example of the defendants' alleged scheme was that according to the indictment, members of the conspiracy pretended to be a group of Proud Boy volunteers and sent Facebook messages and emails to Republican members of Congress and to individuals associated with the presidential campaign of Donald Trump. The messages claimed that the Democratic Party was planning to exploit serious security vulnerabilities in state voter registration websites to edit mail-in voting ballots or even registered non-existent voters. It is important to remember that this is only an indictment and the defendants remain innocent until they either plead guilty or are found guilty by a jury of their peers. However, this indictment shows two important things. First, it shows the importance of protecting and safeguarding our state and county election infrastructure. While people often think of elections as a national issue, these elections are put together by state and local agencies, and these agencies are often underfunded. But second, the indictment reinforces that the Department of Justice is taking election interference seriously. Our final segment today is our cybersecurity awards. This week, I have one award that I want to hand out, and it's the It's 50, a.k.a. Ferrari F50 Award. For my hip-hop fans, you know this is the starting line of 50 Cent's first hit single, Wangsta. But when I'm talking about 50, I mean the 52% of small and medium-sized businesses that have experienced a cyber attack in the last year. While the cyber incidences that make the headlines are the big breaches, small and medium-sized businesses are facing a cyber crisis. The survival and safety of those companies is imperative because almost half of all Americans are employed by small businesses. 
Thank you so much for joining us today on Nothing About You Says Computer Technology. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also visit the show's website at nothingaboutyou.com. I'm your host, Anthony, and I'll see everyone next week.